Hey there, this is Kim, Kim Claver, and this is a Facebook Live I did not long ago on how to market on Facebook without marketing your product or your company or your business directly, uh, since we all kind of know that doesn't work too much. All right, here we go. The topic is how do you market on Facebook without marketing your products? Yeah, because that's kind of like a big deal, right? How do you do this? And I just want to make sure, let me give you a couple. I'm going to show you how to do this, of course. That's the whole idea. But some of you, we all have something to market, right? That's, we're on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, if you're a coach or a consultant, or if you are a network marketer, I mean, we're here in part, I guess, some people are here to socialize. I don't do much of that. But most people are here to try to figure out if there's anybody there who wants to buy your stuff. That's kind of the deal, right? <laughs> Does anybody want to buy my stuff? And, and so one of the things people do typically, hey, Nick, nice to see you, buddy. And Pat, good to see you. One of the things people do is they put all their stuff on their Facebook page. You know, the company stuff, the products, the service, the programs, the company challenges, the company before and after pictures, you know, all that stuff. And they wonder why so few people buy, right? And it's the companies, in some cases, companies tell you, you need to put all our stuff on your page. I mean, I know there are companies that require, and they shouldn't be allowed to, because you know, you're independent rep, you should be able to do anything, right, that you want. And, you know, it's only employees that get bossed around. So in any event, they still tell people, put the stuff on the Facebook page, put our skincare, put the labels, put everything. They all want you to do this. And you, of course, if you don't have much experience, you're going to do this, right? How many of you have heard and been told and by your upline, sideline, you're supposed to put all your stuff on your Facebook profile? We're talking about your profile here, not your page page, right? Not the advertising page. I'm talking about your profile, your personal profile page. That's all we're talking about today, okay? Not the other stuff. Well, hey, Matthew, long time, buddy. So, would you say, have some of you been told you're supposed to do this? Put your stuff on your, on your page. And so you do, and not much happens. And so the question is, so, so what are you going to do then? You know, you have your friends and your mom and everybody has seen everything that's on your page, and nobody's buying. And the only people on your page that are liking what you write about, like your challenges, are people that are on your team or sideline, where you've all agreed with each other that you're going to go like each other and like each other's posts not realizing that most people who look on Facebook will click some of those likes and click some of those comments and discover that the that whoever's doing it is really just another another rep so how genuine are you then you know so to kind of I mean I'll tell you what I've done if you come to my Facebook profile page which is where you are now but you know it's like facebook.com and then forward slash Kim dot Claver you will see there every day, I mean, it's almost nauseating how much I post. I don't even know why I post so much stuff, but I do. I'll have two, three, four times a day I post stuff. And from these posts, I generate 99% of the business that I, gener that I run, which is, um, you know, a super new and pretty big and crazy a program called the YesS. And for those of you that are, that are in it, some of you are here. Uh, you know what this uh, does. It's really a whole automated way to qualify customers and recruits up the yin-yang 
in such a way that all the people come to you in pretty quick order. I mean, that is what we have done here. And it's based on my own approach of making people come to me all these years. And one of the things about that is that people never knew what I marketed to this day. Last year, I built a secret team in a company. We got to the top spot in 83 days, and not one person knew before they were ready to sign up what the company was or what the product was. See? Nobody knew because it didn't matter. They were looking for the change, and that's really the first thing I want to make clear to folks. Number one, we all think, I mean, you know, we're normal, right? So we have these little flaws, and I'm just going to tell you one that you can fix right today. If you think that you're marketing your product and your program, doesn't matter what it is, it's customers or recruits and reps, right? That is kind of what people buy, and so you think that's what you're selling. But that really isn't what people are buying. You know, what they're really buying, you need to get this in your mind. We all buy a thing in order to get what that thing allows us to be or feel or get rid of. So everybody's looking for a change, a transformation of some kind. You know, I don't want to get woo-woo, but a change. You know, like, why do you buy movie tickets? Why do you feel like crap? So I'm going to blow 15 bucks and go buy to see a movie, whatever the latest movie is. What have you bought? A change in your mind, a change in mind state, right? You, you feel better now. <laughs> or you take popcorn and whatnot, and you forgot all about your problems. So you've, you you yes, you bought a movie ticket, and you spent 20 bucks or whatever, but you really bought it in order to spend some time and change a mindset, right? That's what you did. Or you buy a new car. Why do you buy a new car? Well, because you want to feel good. When you get the car, it makes you feel a certain way. If you buy a weight loss program, it's really not the weight loss things and stuff it's or the big box that you get nobody really looks forward to opening a box of weight loss stuff who are you kidding giant big box of all this stuff all these drinks and this you know you know the usual programs right they're pretty big or taking the pills whatever the means is they they put up with all this stuff we all do to get the outcome which is a gorgeous svelte sexy body so you are selling futures if you will you're selling the future every single time that you want to market what you have so people buy the product to get the outcome and once you understand that you will never focus on the ingredients of your product or who makes them or that dr. dingling approved it or that it comes from hoo-ha because it doesn't make any difference Nick how are you buddy oh well it's wonderful to see you oh this is one of the great uh, Infusionsoft people in the world uh, who just <laughs> came on. That's really great. It's wonderful to see you. Anyway, if you want a good, if you want somebody who really knows how to do Infusionsoft and turn it inside out, <laughs> there he is, Nick Nelson, right on the on the feed there. So the bottom line is, you're not selling the thing. Therefore, when you get all focused on that thing that you're selling, and who made it, and where it came from, and under this tree or this island, you lose everybody. See, and you've learned it in your company product meetings where they think it's the most important thing in the world. Well, they do. But you see, buyers don't. They want to know first, does it work? Does it work? And then we're going to look at, see what's in it. It's like Nike. They have been a great company for years. And if you think about it, you know, they sell shoes. That's a commodity, right? Everybody has shoes. And you never will see a Nike ad that talks about the soles how the shoe is made, 
the stuff inside. What do you think, when people think Nike, I mean, maybe not as much today, but certainly for the first two decades of their life, they thought great athletes, great athletics, champions, heroes, right? That's what Nike is selling. And that's why people buy the shoes to feel like great athletics, great runners, great tennis players, great everything. Those shoes are associated with greatness. That's how you sell, see? So they don't talk about these small things like the ingredients and what factory it was made in. So you're, you're selling a future way of being or feeling. That's really what you're doing. And once you get that in your mind, you will advertise completely differently on your Facebook profile page. Okay. So that's number one. Know what you're selling. You're selling the future. Which is why I never mention the program or the products. I've run six of these businesses over what? How many years? <laughs> 29, like pretty long time. And the last, the first one, same as the last one. I never told somebody what the name of the company was or the name of the product because when it was water filters, they didn't know that it was the NSA water filter. Nobody cared. I hate to break it to you, but they don't care. They just want to know this is clean water and you're a water freak and it's a nickel a gallon instead of a buck, I'll take it. Or not. What do I care? You know, it, I liked it. So it all depends on how, what it is, but nobody knew when they signed up to become a distributor that it was that it happened to be NSA. That was my first company until they came to the front of the room, which you know we used to have paper forms, <laughs> triplicates, right? And they'd say We're, you'd have to sign up to be a distributor because we had people lined up for that. And it's like, oh, this is NSA. I say, yeah, that's you know, I, I, yeah, that's the name of the company where we get this stuff. And because we didn't have the banners, we didn't have anything. We didn't care about any of it. What do we care? We're selling clean water for a nickel a gallon. Do you want it or not? And if you want to help spread the word and get obscene income like we're planning to get, spreading the word about this thing, then you can sign up. Whatever you want, right? So they all signed up and people would come and say, this is NSA. That's the one that had all the trouble with, you know, blah, 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 because they had a lot of lawsuits. We figured as long as they're above ground, we'll sell the stuff because we liked it. We didn't do it because it was NSA. We did it because of the product change that it allowed us to have ourselves and market. I had never been in an MLM type thing before. <laughs> so, but I thought the product was cool. So that's what we sold. And they would say, well, yeah, that's the company where they had some lawsuits about, you know, too many distributors. I said, yeah, I don't know too much about that. I'm just telling you, this is what we sell. This is how we do it. If you want to do it with us, sign up. And if you don't, listen, no problem, you know? And they go, oh, well, I want to sign it like you do. I want, I want to be like that. I want to do it the way you're doing it, right? That's what somebody said last night when they signed up for the yes, the YesS program. It's a big program, by the way. Don't, I'm not suggesting you should do it. It's quite a bit. I mean, it's like more than $59. It's, you know, it's under six grand, but it's, you know, pretty big. But she, I, she said, I want to sell like you sold me. So she didn't know how much it was going to be. She didn't know exactly what it was. But she said, I want to do to other people what you did to me because I love what you did to me. And I've been looking forward to this call for, I don't know, a week, right? So this is what you want to do. Sell in such a way that the person says, will you show me how to do that? Because I want to do that to other people so they feel good about it like I did. And they're waiting to buy. This is what you do, see? And you can do this. Let me show you how, how it works. Um, number one, when you say to yourself, well, I need people to talk to. 
they're, you know, who am I going to talk to? Because my page is dead. Everything's dead on my page, right? I've kind of blown everybody away. It's like, yep, you certainly probably have. <laughs> Through really no fault of your own. You know, you don't, if you don't know any better, like Oprah said, right? When you, <laughs> when you know better, you do better. So I'm here to just help you know better so you can do better. And I'm going to give you some of the do's to go with it, right? Hey, Connie, how are you, girl? Hey, Brenda. So, um, so you, people say, well, I have... I don't have anybody to talk to. Where are the people to talk to? And you know, you know, I don't want to be a smart butt about this, but I mean, I could say, well, there are people everywhere. There are 2 billion people on Facebook. You got a lot of people to talk to. That's not the problem. It's not that you don't have people to talk to. It's that you don't know what to say to people about whom you know exactly nothing. That's the problem. You have no idea what they want, no idea what they're, interests are, no idea what their concerns are, and there you stand thinking, well, you know, well, what am I going to say? So what you need is a certain type of person, right? You need a certain, hey, there, Steph, you need a certain type of person. What kind of person? Well, they, in, in marketing, they call them your niche. It's people with a certain problem that you can help, right? So, for example, if you're selling golf clubs, let's say, then your niche is people who are looking to play golf. And if you're selling, for example, I don't know, um, say that you want to market, say you're a, a golf person and you want to, your, your edge is helping people, for example, really improve their, I'm not very much in, in golf, but say the putting, something like that. And so you might specialize in my niche is people who are looking to improve their golf game by learning how to putt better, let's say. And so your trainings with your program might include really cool stuff on how to putt like Benjamin Hogan or these people who were great putters in the, back in the day, right? So your niche is a certain type of person that has a certain problem that you know about because you've talked to them. And in the case of many network marketers, you are yourself a member of the niche if you have a before and after, right? Before, you know, I was really super duper big and overweight and I tried all these different things, nine different diets, I never could, I never could make anything work. And then finally, I found this kind of this eating program. And after six months, I finally lost, I don't know, 30, 40 pounds. And I've kept it off for the last five years, right? Do you know anyone who might like to know about something like that? So you are, when you say, who, who should I talk to? What should I say? Number one is you want to change the attitude that, we've, that people teach us in the network marketing industry from who can I get? That's old. You want to go from who can I get? To who can I help? Does that make sense? So who can I get to who can I help? And who can you help? Well, it's people in a niche, which means a certain type of person that has a certain type of problem that you're uniquely able to help them overcome. Whether it's the result of the product. Remember, we're selling futures, right? They're going to feel better, look skinnier, and or maybe make, make some extra money or make a lot of money, depending on how you're marketing, right? That's what you're doing. So it's your niche. People that you can help. So if we take, for example, something like, um, and the trick with this on Facebook is not to tell the thing that you're selling on your page, see? Because nobody's looking for the thing. They're looking for the future. Remember, the end result that they want. And I never told anybody what the company or product was until they said, well, I'm ready to sign up. What, what, what am I getting here? Because I had sold them the future, see? 
if you want to do this without that, and I told them enough about it, but they never knew exactly what it was. Like on the last experiment that I did, we hit the top spot, and the initials were CE. For those of you in that company, you'll know that in like, I don't know, 83 days. And one of the things we told them is, well, you know, this is a program for people who have an interest, of course, in the weight loss and the cleansing and energy, but it's only for people who know they have to change how they eat. I said, I don't want anybody else. That's it. Only for those people, nothing else. Why? Because that was the nature of that program. So, so if somebody was looking for a $39 diet pill, uh, this was not it. So you set the boundaries, only this type of person. That's who we're looking for, nobody else. And you're going to go, well, are you going to miss everybody else? Yeah, you miss them anyway. People, you see, it, there are different people who are willing to change who they eat to get the goal versus people who want to do surgery to get the goal versus people who want to do, I don't know, uh, you know, a, a, a one-a-day or a appetite suppressants or do other means, you know, intermittent fasting, who knows, you name it. So when you're clear about how the means will achieve the ends and you know that a person who wants to go from overweight and unhealthy to slinky and, and, and healthy again, they have many, many means of doing this, many ways. You're not the only game in town. We are all an option. I'm just an option. There are like 10 other trainers out there who will teach you how to do different things. So I'm an option. And some of you like me better than somebody else, and other people like somebody else better. Am I going to live with it? I'm totally fine. <laughs> you know, Steve Jobs had to live with the fact that there was Android. You know, somebody who took a lot of the stuff from the iPhone phone when, when Schmidt was still on the board at Apple <laughs> and used it to build the Android phones. So it's all a question of do you have enough to make yourself and your niche very, very happy? And that's really the bottom line. Apple still beat Google, now Alphabet, to be the first trillion dollar company in the world, right? Amazon was next. So they, their satisfaction is there. And at that time, you know, before Steve died, they were bigger than Google. So what I'm saying is if you can become, you think, who's my niche? Okay, people who want to go from slinky to looking good again for whatever reason, that's your niche. Then you want to figure out how am I going to call their name on my page so that people who want that will raise their hands. So first of all, you find your market, see, find it. And I'm going to teach you some things right now to help you do that. Everybody is not your market. Everybody is not your prospect. You just have to get over that. It doesn't matter what your company tells you. Everybody is not your prospect. And if you believe that or, and you, or you act as if they are, you probably lose most of your friends. People don't want to be considered objects. You know, we're, we're objectifying every human being when we treat them as if they're our, our prospect. They're not. There are a hundred different ways to lose weight. And for every single person that wants to lose somehow, they have 10, 15, 20 different options available to them. So you have to figure out, first of all, if you understand you're looking for your niche, people that have a problem that you can fix, whether it's hair, skin, weight, energy, clarity, you name it, right? How are you going to call them on your page? And how are you going to draw strangers to you without spending any money on your profile page, right? And so what it takes is you really need to know your stuff. And I don't mean about your company and your product and your pay plan, no. You need to know about the niche and the problem that they have.
that's what you need to know. So for example, let me give you an example. I'm going to give you some lines right here that you can post on your page tonight. I post stuff all the time and get a couple hundred me's any day of the week. So I, that this is how I measure what your interest is in stuff I do. Like tonight, you know, I said, do you want to do, should I do a little Facebook live on, on how to market without marketing my products? How do you do that? And get people to say, me, 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 I want it. And there's not a product, a shred of it on your page. Nothing. You look at my page. There is nothing on my page about the SS demo. There's no place you can buy it. If somebody asks for a link, like during a live like this, I'll put it in. <laughs> you watch the demo. You can't even buy it. You have to watch the demo first. Because I don't want you in it if you don't know what you're getting. You know, we want to, we're very careful who we let in only one person a day. That's it. <laughs> That's what we do. And it's the same thing. See, this is how I like to run my business. I, I'm, I have, you know, I'm, I'm a boutique sort of person. I don't want to have a cattle call. I'm not going to give you 5,000 videos to watch. No. You go step through this one at a time and you don't get out alive of any step until you learn how to do it. And uh, Nick, if you're still there, one of the things we do Infusionsoft for now is to use those steps with all those forms so everybody gets approved before they can move on. That's how we guarantee that uh, people are going to succeed <laughs> with this. So anyway, so let's say that you don't know on your page who has an interest in weight loss. So I'm going to give you uh, a couple of lines right now because I made some up for you and I thought you would see how to do this. Um, okay. Let me just tell you, if you want to make a lot of money at this and not hope that somebody's going to fall on your head that's going to be like a big player, but you want to make money anyway, you really want to make it. And I can tell you 10 grand a month within six, eight months is a piece of cake if you do the right stuff. Now, I'm not saying you make 100 grand a month that that's a piece of cake. This is more aligning with the stars and getting the right people because the people who make 100 grand a month in this industry have two to three people, or sometimes four, that each comprise 30 to 40 to 50% of their entire business. That's how it is. If you guys didn't know this, you know, you can wake up and do it right now. That's the way it's been from the beginning. Somebody who's making 100 grand a month will have two, three people who together are 80% of that business. Two or three people have big enough downlines to generate all that income for the one at the top of the heap. So if you can't guarantee that you're going to have those people and you might not grow them for a while, then what's the next best thing? Well, could I make at least 10 grand a month? Well, yeah, duh, but you have to know how to do it. So just set a small goal of just up to $10,000 a month, okay? Not 100 grand a month. Let's pick a smaller one. And for those of you who think that's like a whole lot, well, then pare it down to where you want it to be. I think 10 is a perfectly good number to achieve in six to nine months if you know what to do, okay? So let me give you an example. Let's say that you market, um, uh, let's say you market weight loss, okay? So if the only thing you know about weight loss is your company product and what they've said, uh, you probably won't get far unless, again, you, you have, you know, the luck of the draw and you pull in some good people. Uh, just because you don't know anything about weight loss. You only know your product and what it does. There are hundreds of products about weight loss, number one. And number two, there are dozens of causes of weight loss. We don't really know why some people, no matter what they do, keep it on. Why some people, no matter what they do, seem to keep it off. There are all these different people who have all these different reactions to all these different programs. So let's just agree that we really don't know much. Just step back and say, okay, so I don't really know for sure. This is what happened to me, though. 
So I know about me, but I don't really know about anybody else. So what you want to start doing, if you're a weight person, you want to know 10 different ways that a person's weight loss will be impeded. That's what you should do. If you don't know that, you don't know weight. If you don't know weight, you don't know your niche. If you don't know your niche, how in the world are you going to help them? This is not good, right? This is like, duh. So what do you do? Okay. If you do weight loss, one of the, we did test posts on this. I uh, live with a nutritionist who's writing this marvelous book. It's almost done. And by looking through those chapters, I have become quite an expert on these little things that I just never knew before. So let me give you one. What if you have your whole Facebook profile? It's all clean, right? There's no crap, nothing in your company, no challenges, nothing that makes you look like all you do is sell stuff, right? Remember, you're, you're, we're going to be, we show you how to bring strangers to your page without paying any money, but drawing them all in. So we're going to have a post and it says, did you know that your sleep might be keeping you fat? Okay. Did you know your sleep might be keeping you fat? If you'd like to see a little Facebook live on this, say me and put in a say, quote, me, you know, E-E-E, -E -E, exclamation point, like I do. And maybe I'll do one. That's it. You leave it there. And you don't know anything about your people. But the thing is, did you know your sleep might be keeping you fat? All the people who say me are people who are potentially in your niche. Right? And you have done no damage. You haven't lost any friends. Nobody said, oh my God, this horrible person, she's trying to do something to me, she's trying to sell me something. Right? Because people want to know, what do you mean my sleep is making me fat? Right? What's that all about? So who's talking? Who's responding? Just those who think, so could sleep? Is that the reason I'm still fat? Right? And they go, honey, she said, maybe my sleep is making me fat. I got to see this video. And who are they? They're people in your niche. They're people maybe you can help. They're all coming to you. This is how you do this, see? And if you don't know about how sleep makes you fat, you ought to find out. Who knows why sleep makes you fat? Does anybody know? Tell me if you want to know. I'll tell you the answer. But see, if you are a person who can help other people, you ought to know your stuff. And this is one way to get to know it. Learn 10 causes of people being overweight. And you'll find probably that only one of them is eating the wrong food. Okay, who knows the answer? Who knows why sleep might be making or keeping you fat? Does anybody know? I'll tell you if you want to know. But otherwise, hey, Michelle, nice to see you. Okay, yes? No? You want to know? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. But you see, if you're in the weight business, you should know this. In fact, this, you know, I'm thinking about for my Yes S students, we're going to give you a little exam as one of your steps. They, everything has exams all the way through. When you get out, you've got like a Harvard credential. Not in knowledge, but in results. Credentials are worthless. If you can't get a result and get customers and recruits, you know, you're wasting your time, right, with your piece of paper. Okay, let me tell you why, why, this, is, um, why this is the case. If you don't sleep enough, you have something called a fat-burning mechanism in your body. And this thing works, you know, 
and either it works or it doesn't work, and it depends sometimes on your metabolism, has all these different things going on. But they have discovered some years ago, so this isn't like brand new, that if you don't sleep enough, if you don't sleep a minimum of seven and a half, usually to eight hours a night, the fat burning mechanism does not activate. And when it doesn't activate, your fat does not get burned, see? So if you keep bad hours, you will have a terrible time losing weight because your fat burning mechanism doesn't kick in. Do you understand that? So when you tell somebody this on a Facebook Live and say, you know, it might be that your sleep is the problem. That's why, you know, your, is your sleep keeping you fat? Well, if you're not getting enough, yes, it is. It's guaranteed. And people go, well, crap, you know a lot about weight. And then you might have another. Let's say you do another one. You might the next day have another post and say, well, you know, or maybe wait a couple of days. You might have another post and you might say, um, um, alert, three major household cleaners that can make you fat. Are you using one? Right? So people go, what? A household cleaner is making me fat? Now, those of you, if you know your weight business and you know what 10 different ways that make people fat and they didn't know it, you'll know the answer. Who knows the answer to this one? Is there anybody here who'd like to know um, if you're using one of the three household cleaners, one of the major ones that can make you fat? Who would want to know that? Let me see on your page. Who wants to know? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they make you fat. How do they make you fat? Right? You know? Does anybody know you want to put it in there? You can put it in there. That's great. I think it's great. Right? And you can pick any three household cleaners that are major ones on the market. I, I must admit I don't clean my house. I have never cleaned my house in my life because it's something that I have never really wanted to do and had no reason to do because I always figured if I work enough, I can do something different with my time and find somebody who really likes, is into cleaning. There are people who love to clean homes and I want one of them to do it. I want somebody who loves it to do it, not me who cannot stand it, right? Because when people love what they do, they do it really well. So, um, but I think, you know, you for those of you who shop, I hate to say that I don't really shop either, but, you know, you have all the cleaners and you see them right in all the stores, the basic stuff. Any of the major brand names of U.S.-made cleaners have toxins in them. And when you use toxins on your hands, get them in your nails, get them on your skin, and if you use toxic soaps or any products, personal care products, but particularly household cleaners, they have toxins to help clean, you know, the crap. Some of them. And all the major ones do. The toxins get into your skin and the body, your body is like my body that in order to, when it gets toxic stuff inside, it puts a layer of fat around it to protect the rest of it from the toxins. So what happens is you feel thicker than you should when you've had household cleaners in your hands and particularly if you do it every day, you know, and then you wipe and then you, you, know, you get it in your body through your skin. And that anything toxic that goes into your skin, just look at the science of it, and you can see your body creates a little layer of fat around it. Hello? How, how, so is, can household cleaners make you fat? Yes. And that's how they do it. 
You see? So if you know what makes fat and retains fat and makes weight and retains it more than just your product, when you say, would you like a little Facebook Live on the three household cleaners that make you fat? And I'll tell you what they are. And on the Facebook Live, you can go into your cupboard and see if you have them. And people are going to go, yeah, I want to come. I want to come. Who's going to come? People that have a weight issue. Who are they? Your niche. You just call them. And they don't know what you sell or that you sell anything. Right now, you're giving them tips they never even heard of before. It's like, what? Right? I'm going to give you another one for the weight people because I know there are a lot of you guys here. Here's, um, and this would be, I would make this a poll. In fact, you know, I'll probably do it just to, sh to show you um, how many people are on my page that have an interest in weight loss. I don't market anything but my Yes S, the software, you know, the Yes software with the marketing, teach you how to do this, right, on automatic, of course. <laughs> but if you, if you can't do it by hand, you can't do it on automatic, obviously. You got to do it by hand first so you learn how to do it, and then you can automate it, which, which is what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, the three household cleaners, you can name any of them. What are three major household cleaners? I'll, I'll tell you right what they are uh, because it's easy to find them. I'll look for them. Three major. Yeah, you can look for any of them. They all have toxics in them. Household. Hold. Three major household cleaners. So. Let's see, types of household cleaning products. I'm just looking them up right now. But I would imagine, you know, like I said, you know, I'm not in my kitchen to clean. Um, so who knows what some of the cleaners are? Like probably some of the, uh, what do you call it? Um, Comet, do they still have that? Comet, you know, some that kind of stuff. Um, the powders, the liquids, the scouring pads. These are all things that have toxic stuff in them. There are, except for the super organic clean stuff, all of the American-made uh, cleaning products have toxins in them. Look at the ingredients. And you're using them every single day. So I would say most of the powders, the all-purpose cleaners, the liquids and the scouring pads, all that stuff, that is what you're going to do. See? Brenda, what is winded? What does that mean? Is there, is there, oh, you mean like Windex? Oh, Connie says disinfectants are the worst. Okay. If you're using any disinfect, read the labels, boys and girls. And for those of you in weight, learn about weight. Learn about your niche. Yes, your company's fine. Yeah, all that's fine. But they're not paying you. See, your customers and recruits that you're finding now it's their work and their orders. That's what's going to pay you. So you need to listen to them, not what the company says first, but what they want. And so you market to get your customers and your recruits and your people based on what you know that probably nobody ever thought of. Right? I mean, you need to stand out. How are you going to stand out if you are a clone and duplicate everybody else? We're not meant to be Xerox copies. Nobody can duplicate me. Did I care for six companies? I never cared. I could care less if nobody duplicates me. So what? You're going to do your own thing. Nobody who's amounted to anything is quote unquote their behavior is not duplicable. 
that is the most inane idea I've thought of for 30 years. I don't mind saying so. It's like, it's inane. People say it because it makes it sound easy for you to do it. I'll just duplicate this person. Talk to three people and, you know, blah. If I talk to three people and you talk to three people, we are quote unquote duplicating, right? Do you think we're going to get the same results? You think we are? You tell me. You talk to three and I'll talk to three. We'll take the same three. I'm going to talk to them and you're going to talk to them. And we each have, say, two minutes. Who do you think is more likely to come home with an order? You or me? Right? So there is no such thing as duplication of the human experience, the human drive, the human smile, right? The only thing that is quote unquote duplicatable is that you need to fill in your two circles if you're in a binary or your three if you're in something else. Filling those in mechanically somehow, that is a system that one can duplicate. But the means, how you do it, how you find the people, what you say, how you speak to them, whether it's Facebook or lives or newspaper ads or standing on the street corner, is all up to you. So decide what you're good at. Get really good at it. And don't worry if nobody else can do what you do. Give them a picnic table. Say, look, there are a lot of ways to do this. How do you want to do it? You want to talk to people? You want to do Facebook? You want to do phones? You want to do leads? You want to do stand on the street corner? We can do all of it. We can teach it all. So pick one and get really good and do it. That's what you do, right? There's nothing else to talk about. That's it. That's what you do. Let people become their own stars in their own area. I can tell you, everybody who got to the top of any of these companies did it all different ways. Some people did it only with strangers. Some people did newspaper ads. Some people did, you know, Facebook videos. You know, look at Eric. You know, my friend Eric Worry. Some of you know him. And he's become, you know, really become kind of a, you know, a guru type in, our, in the industry. And what did he do? Well, he had some experience, yes, but what did he really do? He made eight or 900, I think probably now 2,000 daily videos showing people in three, four minutes little tips that they could use. Is that duplicatable? Well, nobody else has done it, but they could, so why don't they? Well, they're not him, right? So he's done something to get where he is that's completely non-duplicatable, meaning that nobody else really is doing it or could do it or wants to do it. Remember, that's all the same. You all get there your own way. Don't be somebody's patsy. Don't be their clone. Don't be any of that. You discover what you want. And if you don't know, try different things. See what, what works for you. Okay. So where were we? So these are the household cleaners that can make you fat. Why? Because they have toxic stuff. And what happens is that a person who says, well, I want to know if that's making me fat. They're going to come to your page and start following your posts. And why? Because you know how to help that person in that niche. And you are demonstrating this by offering these tips that they will never have heard from anybody else who doesn't study the business of weight loss and getting rid of weight. Do you see that? That is what you want to do. Think about nothing but inventing and thinking and dreaming about how you can make your ideal customer solve their problem. That's what you do. And there's way more than your company products to do it. And this is how you begin that process. You become really, really good at it. That's what you do. You want to become the best. Uh, I can give you, let me give you one last weight loss one. I'll give you one for skin and then we can, we can call it a day. Um, here's a good one for those of you that are in the weight loss. There's another tricky one, not quite as tricky, but they're there. Our fruits, so you put this on your page, right? So you'd say, are fruits and veggies interfering with your weight loss? Yes or no? And take a poll. You know, if you eat free food, so, you, so I'd say something like this. 
Attention people who want to lose weight. In fact, I'll make a post after we're done. Attention people who want to lose weight. Um, are fruits and veggies interfering with your weight loss? And then I'd have a poll, and the poll's going to say yes or no. Right? I would guess that probably 90% of the people are going to say no. It doesn't interfere with weight loss. You're supposed to eat fruits and veggies. Everybody tells you eat fruits and veggies with weight loss. If you want to lose weight, eat fruits and veggies, right? Do they? They actually do interfere with losing weight. Why? Who knows why they might? They do, you know. But who might? Who, who knows why that is? Who's a weight person here? Who would know? Okay. Anybody know? How come... Fruits and uh, why why might fruits and veggies interfere with weight loss? I want to see who's a weight person here. Bernard, you would know, right? Who knows? Connie, do you know? Brenda, I want to hit on you guys that I know are in the weight loss business. Let's see who we've got here. Nikki, any of you guys? Anybody? Can anybody guess? Overconsumption, okay, right. Glycemic index, okay. Sugar, okay. Okay. The answer, yeah, the, uh, the clearest answer is, well, okay, carbs. Fruits and veggies are carbs, and they eventually turn into sugar. And so, you know, if somebody says, well, my dietician said I need to eat fruits and veggies, well, it's probably because the person said, um, if, if it's going to be Snickers and, I don't know, Mars bars, do they still have those? And that kind of candy, you're better, instead of eating that, you're better to have um, fruits and veggies. And that is true. So relatively speaking, it's better than, you know, getting a bunch of peanut M&Ms into your body. Fruits and veggies are better. But if you're really on a weight loss program, you know, you want to do something a little more akin to, you know, the, you know, the, the digestive resting and what my author friend calls the beast and blubber, where you do not have any fruits and veggies either. Why? Because they're carbs and carbs eventually turn into sugar. However, I just want you to know that if you're on a weight program and you're eating um, uh, fruits and veggies and you're doing that instead of bags of candy or bread, that is better than that, but it's all relative, you know, right? So these are, so let me give you a skincare one. Let's say that you have, um, you're marketing a skincare product and there are a lot of you, and you, you know, in our Yes S class, the Yes software, the Yes class, um, we're having everybody clean off their Facebook page so that there's not a hint of anything of your company, your products, none of that, right? And I know that sounds heretical to some of you and the proof will be uh, in the sales. I never had any of it. I don't have it now, never have had it in my entire life. You don't even see a copy of my orange book, which is free. You know, if my products are great, how come I can't sell it? It's not, you don't see it there. You really have to hunt to find it, right? Because I make people say, what type of book you have? Aha, uh -huh. now you see there's engagement and interest on their end, and now they have an interest. It's not me pushing it, it's them asking, so what's this class? Where's that link to this? How, how do I, I want this, you know? Where'd you get this? And how do you do this? And I want to pay to, I want to do that too. You see, so this is how you want, this is what the whole ESS demo is all about, the whole class. It's like, make everybody who's right come to you and bang on your door. That's, that's, that's what you do. Hey, Marlene, how you doing, girl? So the skincare. 
so let's say that you post that you you market one of the skincares and let's say that you um you want to find who on who is interested in skin right so we're going to do the same thing we did with the weight right so let me give you one uh, that we uh, we ran in one of our classes um and again if you're going to market skin and better look in skin you had better know about skin and a lot more than just your company says about its product there are thousands of skincare products, remedies, solutions, camps, spas. There's a lot out there. Hey, hey, Dean. So you want to be, you got to be, know a lot about just not these other options so much, but what it is about skin that makes it look old and puffy and, you know, crappy. That makes people want to buy stuff to get a beautiful skin again. Remember, because skin, the same thing, you're not selling the product, no. People are looking for beautiful skin like they were when they were 15 or 20, right? <laughs> no blotches, no nothing, that's, that's what they want. So nobody cares what you have. It's, can you make me beautiful again like the way I was before? Yes or no? So you have to prove that you can without seeing the obvious. Remember, you have to sell indirectly at angles. That's how people get interested. So let me give you one of them. So I would post something like this. Tied one on last night and your eyes show it. Here's a 10 second tip so nobody notices at work. Okay. So it's basically, did you tie one on last night and your eyes show it? Here's a 10 second tip to fix it, right? The puffy eyes so that nobody notices at work. Okay. So who would want to have a tip like that? Who wants to have a tip where they tied one on last night? This is one of dozens. Now it's showing. Here's a 10-second tip so nobody shows knows at work what you did last night. Right? So who would want that? Somebody who drinks a lot, right, and doesn't want it to show. Because, you know, people, a lot of people have reactions to wine. They get red. They get puffy. And so if you have a solution to get rid of puffy, which is very interesting. There's so many different kinds of solutions, but one of them I think is, is it cucumber slices? I can't remember. When I go to the spa, you know, they give you all this, these things that absorb like, and I think cucumbers is one of them. I can't remember, but they're, you know, I can look it up to see what that is. Okay. So if a person says, well, you know how to get rid of puffy eyes in, in 10 seconds before I go to work? So nobody's going to know. Yep, I do. Well, where's the tip? So you do Facebook live. And you do a little demo. Here's what you do. You, you know, get this on and do this. whatever it is that you're doing. We had people who did 10-second demos. And, they, and the people who saw it said, so you also sell a product. Yeah, well, whatever you sell, I want that. Because you seem to know a lot about skincare and about these quick fixes. So whatever you sell that you're using, it must be good. So give me it. It wasn't the product. You see, it's your knowledge and knowing their situations. You tied one on, it shows... Now what am I going to do? Ugh, I don't want it to show at work. So here's a 10-second remedy. Let me give you another one. Um, here's another one. Is for people doing skin. You remember, you're looking for the future. You might say something like, is wine giving you wrinkles? And people are going to go, crap. Is wine giving me wrinkles? You know, here's how to know. And in case it is, here's what to do about it. You know, say me and I'll do a, um, a Facebook Live. And what happens? The people who raise their hand and say, me, 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 I want to see that. Who are they likely to be? People in your niche that have an interest in getting that skin issue out of the way. Because what is that? Just another skin issue, right? So these are the ways that you can market 
your skill set and the fact that you can help a niche on your Facebook profile without having a single thing about your company, your product, or any of that. Just you and tips and questions that reach out and draw out just those people who say, yeah, that's me, I want to know what that is. And then you start the process, of course, you're going to do three or four of these, and then you start the process, eventually, of marketing and seeing if you can help them more than just with these tips. You see how that works? Does that help people a little bit? You let me know. See, there's nobody doing this. Nobody in this world that I know of does this. I do it every day. Come to my page, you'll see it. And in the in the yes uh, in the yes in the yes class, of course, we teach people how to do this uh, because that's the way you call the people in the world to you, who have who are in your niche, who have the problem, and you will not always be able to market your sell your product to them, but you'll be able to help them, and that gives you tremendous word of mouth and goodwill. That's how I have gotten all of my clients for everything, everything, everything I have ever done. And that's why we take one person a day into the ESS program. Because that's all we can handle. We want to know that when these people come out the other end, they're, they're going to have it down. They'll be able to do this for their niche anytime. And at the end, when somebody says, well, I want to do your thing, you know, and they're ready to buy before they even know what it is. Because you've been so helpful, you see? And you become helpful by becoming knowledgeable about the people in your niche and their problem. And if you're in the weight business, you ought to know a whole lot about it. I don't mean about your product and your company. Do you see how irrelevant that is? It's totally and utterly irrelevant to the other person. They want to know, I tied one on. My eyes look like crap. You got any ideas what I can do? Right? That are natural, too. Yeah, I do. Here's an idea right here. And you have it right there and you didn't say oh you have to buy this no right like this you have to buy anything it's here you know when I see the industry and people in it telling me I am working it like crazy I'm doing everything they say and all I've done is lost my friends and I don't know I can't stand it I really it's terrible and if they knew how to sell, they'd be in the field of selling, but they don't. So they tell you, just share, share, share. Yeah, right, great. People aren't buying it, and you know it if you are experienced in the business. So what you do is put everything aside that has not worked. Think about who you can help, learn about it, and then get yourself a teacher and learn how to do it better. It doesn't have to be me. It can be somebody else. But the key is you need to learn about the problem your niche has a lot so that you can offer hundreds of ways to tip them, give them tips. And of all those people, you'll get dozens buying your program because you've helped them so many ways. Number one, no samples, none of that nonsense. You've helped them because you know about 10 different ways people can't lose weight. What are things that interfere with weight loss? Well, all these different things, and you can make those questions on your Facebook page, on your profile page to see who's drawn, you see? And then you can help them. And then they're going to think you're pretty cool. And they might say, well, so you market some stuff? Yes, I have a coaching program and I have a, you know, I have a weight loss regime that I use. And, or we have a skincare, or we have a hair replenishment or we have an energy thing. And you know, if I said I'm going to market an energy product, I would just have a few posts on like, you know, how do you get energy like that where you just seem to stay around 24-7, <laughs> right? And I'd give some tips on how I get it and keep it always. 
and if anybody said well do you like do you take anything extra because whatever you buy I want I want to buy that too right that's how it works they'll come to us don't you like that all right good 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 oh Sybil you're so sweet well Sybil you're Sybil and Sandy you girls are both and Connie you're you're both in the yes program all right so I think this is good and if you want to know about that program just send me a, a PM and I'll tell you remember it's big compared relatively speaking it's not like 10,000 but it's pretty big it's pretty big hey Jen ah yes well you know you're you're one of the good ones for sure and this is a you know it's a marvelous thing that you can help people whether they buy from you or not because what happens is goodwill travels you bank it and you know you have just incredible amounts of goodwill out there that people that you can use and I'm here to tell you can you do it yeah will you do the work and learn about the problem that your customers have and that your recruits have and just observe and think okay this is a problem that's a problem this is a problem that's a problem and then you know what it is and that gives you dozens of angles to post online like we just did in these examples you know so that the right people come come to you you want goodwill banked everywhere I have a lot of it and and I'm very grateful for it I didn't do it to get it but it's just it's kind of what's happened right so you learn learn it be there invent on behalf of your customers and your recruits if you recruit a lot of people say well I want to get builders I want to get distributors and my saying is okay so what are you going to do for them I know you want that what do you what are you doing to help them so that they come with you well oh, they could make a lot of money great what are you going to do to help that happen how many people actually make money in the industry very few you know so what are you going to do to help them all well uh, uh, I don't know uh, let's see hmm what could I do well I send them to my upline right send them to Jennifer she'll talk to them and then I would say well why don't they just sign up with her then what do they need you for and you go well uh, hmm what do they need me for well I guess not I guess I better quit no learn how to help your people overcome the problem of not knowing what to say and who to talk to by realizing what is the niche you know the niche is people in case of distributors who are looking to make extra income or maybe a career change and who don't want to risk their relationships to do it that's probably who it is and so what else well you want somebody who's always dreamed about being a missionary somebody who just loves being crazy that's what we did somebody would say this MLM and we'd say well only if you really know how and if you don't know how it's not for you no you can't do that part you can just do the customer side and they would say well we know how really what have you ever done well you know mm, and I've done mm, it's like okay great well then you know maybe you could be one of the distributors but we made that a place of honor always because that's the place where you really can rake it in if you know how to do it right and if you think just talking to your friends and family you got another thing coming that's not it at all that is not how you do it that's those those aren't the people you want right and so people say, well, I have nothing but dropouts. Well, how'd you get them in? What'd you sell them? Quick, easy, anyone can do it? Well, expect dropouts. It's not easy, it's not quick. Anyone cannot do it. If they could, they would, right? There's a lot to this. So don't blame yourself right away. Learn about your niche, either one, whether it's the product end result or whether it is the business that you want. 
become knowledgeable and respect what has to be done to achieve these great heights that you're looking to achieve. Right? That's what you want. All right. Oh, totally, totally. Okay, you guys. It's been good. If you like this, would you hit the like and the hearts? You know, you're supposed to do something. Facebook says that when you do that, if you like it, then if you like this, then they pass on this video. So that'd be kind of good. And if, like I said, we take one person uh, a day for the Yes program. And if there's somebody here who's interested in that, I think we have our person for today already, but maybe we could take somebody for tomorrow. We could talk to you about it. You have to watch the video first. You got to get through that. <laughs> but after that, if you're still up for it and you want to learn how to do this and automate this whole process, what I've been talking about, um, then just send me a, a, a PM, you know, or say me in the, in the thing and say, I'd like to, the yes, it's spelled the yes, Y-E-S-S, because -S, yes software. And then I'll get you the link to it and we can see if maybe you could be tomorrow's person. All right? Okay. I'll talk to you soon. If you like this, hit the like and say so and pass it on and then that way other people will get it too. Sound good? This is Kim, and here's a PS. We have now got a link that goes directly to the yesdemo.com site, so you can pop right in and see it. So go to yesdemo.com, Y-E-S-S-D-E-M-O.com. Maybe I'll see you inside. Bye.